And we're having fun. Jay's, what, about a half an hour away? We'll keep you updated throughout the afternoon on the scores. Pirates up on the Brewers. Guardians, what a name, up on the Twins and the Cubbies. And the Giants, three zip for Chicago right now. Jay's playing the Athletics. They need this game. They are officially in the third wild card spot today. But Texas is has a game in hand. They're a half game out. It's going to be very close. One of three teams are going to fall out of it. We'll see how it goes, but these are important games, and they have to beat the Athletics. The Athletics are, I think they've got 97 losses, and they're not yet at 140 games. I believe that is correct. They are far removed from being the subject of a Brad Pitt movie. The glory days are long gone. (laughs) Although that was a great movie. Oh, one of the best. Yeah, I was trying to watch it every couple months. Every couple of months? Yeah, that's how how good it is. That's, I don't think that's I've, how good Brad Pitt is as an actor. In my well, okay, uh, in my life, I have never watched a movie every two months that was more than a year old. I did go see Star Wars a lot in '77 downtown, but that was a long time ago. We are now joined by a legend, and we're thrilled to be joined by Carl Weathers. And let me just say, this is a dream come true and something that I've wanted to do for a long, long time, just to say hello to you uh, and tell you that I love your work over many, many decades. Wow. I, I thank you very, very much. It's such a pleasure to be with you today. And uh, I was listening as you two were discussing your uh, viewership of movies. And um, let me just say that... Uh, Despite your comment about not watching anything ever, every, what was it, two years or two months or something like that? Mm-hmm. Uh, come on now. Come on now. There's got to be some movies out there that you love so much that you just have to watch. <laughs> I've watched many, many that you're in many times, but that just seems like a lot, right? You know, you got to give well, it a little I time. I wasn't fishing for. I wasn't fishing for a compliment there, okay? You were very complimentary when you introduced me. But uh, come on, man. There's so many great movies out there. There I are. the audience. I'd love people to call in or write in and tell you what great movies you're missing that you have to watch over and over. Come okay. On. Uh, well, I love Shawshank, but I watch it every, I'd say, three years to give it a little time, right? You know? I mean, that... Oh, I see. You need... Yeah, yeah. It, it needs to marinate. The feelings need to marinate. What a beautiful it. word to use, marinate. That's exactly right. Uh, yeah. I, w- I want to ask you about well, because you've That's been what movie making is yeah. Well, well, you've been around for a long, long time making great movies and well, great television. So, and I'm sure you've made great uh, uh, acquaintances and friendships. Uh, when when you get up in the morning and you you check your phone, it, it's like legends everywhere for you. You've got a great life, sir. Oh my God! You're you're again so complimentary. Uh, I think I, I I think I'm talking to the right person this morning. <laughs> it feel really good. <laughs> uh, you know, I've been a really fortunate uh, part of this industry, uh, or, or it's been fortunate that I have been a part of this industry for, as you said, many many years. <laughs> um, you know, the the beard ain't white for no reason. Let's put it that way. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, there's, there's, uh, you know, there are a lot of acquaintances that have, uh, uh, become people that I, I'm either familiar with or just enjoy talking to or being around over the years. And, and, uh, speaking of which, I was just watching something last night. You talk about movies. 
And it just so happens it's a movie from when I was, you know, a young actor. And there I was watching people that I've admired so many years and thinking, oh, my God, you know, those were those were fantastic days when I was around them performing in that movie. And and uh, and it just takes you back. So that whole idea of every once in a while watching something or rewatching it, I should say, is as familiar to me as it is to a lot of fans. Do you uh, come on, watch more movies more often? (laughs) Uh, Do you uh, because uh, you're you're you were in the NFL, you were with the Raiders, very famous Raiders team. Then you came to the CFL to the BC Lions. And it it feels like you you dovetailed from football to to your your movie, to your acting career uh, very quickly. Did 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 one just overtake the other or did you have injury or did you just decide to walk away from football so you could walk at 50? I mean, you just answered all things. <laughs> every part of the question that could be asked, you you answered. Um, you know, I just found myself um, really well. That's a cliffhanger. <laughs> I mean, I really want to know the answer. We'll get him back. Don't you worry. Are you with us? Okay. All right. We'll get. Uh, I I have to have the answer to that. That's wild stuff. If you have just tuned in, we're talking to Carl Weathers about movies, which I love, by the way. I. But I, we were talking about why his his career went from the Canadian Football League. He was in the, the NFL, goes to the CFL. About 73 or so, he's out of the CFL after two or three years. And then he immediately uh, enters a fairly lucrative movie career that has lasted to this day. And I, I gave him three options, and he said all of them applied. And then there's a cliffhanger moment, which we're now waiting for. Because I really, really do want to talk to him. And people are talking about when they saw him in Arrested Development and all the other things. I mean, the legendary guy, right? Like, in so many great shows over so many years. My kids know him as Combat Carl. I know him as Apollo Creed. You know him for any number of things that he's done over many years. And we will tell you that he is going to be at the Edmonton Expo Comics and Entertainment uh, Comic Con, September 15 to 17. And I imagine there will be people of all ages who are waiting to see him and talk to him and get his autograph and photograph and find out some inside stuff about what happened in his uh, storied career. Maybe some CFL questions, too. I remember the Lions in 71 through 73, and I sure remember the Raiders. So had a very, very interesting career. So. So we're just right now, you're, you're hearing in the background, my friend set this up so we can talk to him again. All right. So we were talking about the, the football career ending and then getting into movies, and we left on a cliffhanger. So please fill us in where you were going to go, sir. Yeah, apologies to everyone for this. Uh, this is technology. Uh, anyway, I, I, you know, due to injury, but also due to a point in my life when it was just time to make a decision. Uh, I'd always wanted to be an actor. I was a theater major in university while I was on scholarship playing football. 
And uh, after five years of doing that as a career, uh, it was time to make a choice. And I went to Los Angeles, and within six months, I was working. So as you said, it did happen pretty quickly. And here we are, uh, my God, nearly 50 years later, and uh, I'm still at it. And, and you mentioned when we were talking previously about watching old movies and seeing people that you you know you had had worked with at that time and and watching all of your careers play out. Is it still like that? Like, do you you know folks that you were were kind of involved with or at least around uh, thirty years ago? They're still kind of in your life, and and I, I get the feeling that you as a, as an individual, you've got a lot of people who have you've uh, impacted and maybe hang around with and and are still a part of their lives. Well, there are some. Uh, I mean, certainly, professionally, there are people uh, who, my God, have been around and been in my life, and I've been in theirs since the 70s, uh, and certainly since the 80s have been consistent, you know. I, I'm a guy who tends to, uh, if there's someone that I really enjoy being around or, or you know, don't have to perform with when I'm around. It's just, you know, easy and they're a friend, really. Uh, then I'm there, man. I'm in, you know. And there are a few people like that that I know and that I, I have become friends with and who have befriended me. And we just enjoy each other's company. Uh, and in the industry, there are a few of those people. But, uh, you know, the industry, you're like, basically like a migrant worker you go from <laughs> movie to movie or television show to television show and you work and when that's over then you're on to something else so it's not like uh, everyone gets to see everyone all the time plus we live in so many people live in different parts of the country you know despite that they're despite the fact they're in the movie business do you do you carl weathers our guest do you still follow football closely is it something that you pay attention to looking forward to the nfl season or is it uh, kind of a distant bell well no, I, I follow it. I'm I'm a fan of I'm a fan of sports. I'm a fan of football. Uh, I wouldn't be as avid, I think, a, a, a person as as some fans are, because some it's like religion to them, you know. Uh, but I played the game, and so now it's it's more enjoying what I see from someone who was once involved in it, and knowing some of the players who were still playing. Uh, I get enjoyment out of that. Uh, and of course, just talking football sometimes is fantastic with you know just about anybody. Carl, you are uh, going to be in Edmonton for the Edmonton Expo Comics and Entertainment uh, weekend, September fifteen to seventeen. And I imagine with all the roles you've had over the years, that you you wouldn't be surprised to know a lot of people of all ages are going to be coming to see you. Uh, I don't know how many of these you do a year. Obviously, out of the pandemic, I, I imagine that that there's a lot of need for it. Uh, do you look forward to this? Do you look forward to the 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 wide range of ages and the people who want to come and talk to you? It's always fun, you know, to meet fans and to people for people who really enjoy movies and have enjoyed movies that I've particularly performed in. It's it's always fantastic because, you know, who doesn't like who doesn't like people uh, coming up to them, telling them how great they are? <laughs> it's like we're all we're all kind of looking for that, you know, as opposed to the opposite. Uh, so I enjoy it, but also uh, Edmonton, the Eskimos. I played there in the dead of winter and know how damn cold <laughs> it can be on the field. And so there are memories good about being there. And, and I spent a lot of time in Canada, of course, in Vancouver and 
and uh, my God, in, in Banff and uh, Toronto, and of course I've been to Edmonton, Saskatchewan, Calgary. I mean, you name it. Uh, been all, all over the country and have driven uh, through much of the country. So uh, it's always a, you know, it's always a joy. And I, I also have to just say, you know, the Canadian fans um, and people I've gotten to know who are Canadians have always been just generally so kind. And so it's nice. It's nice to have that kind of energy and to be a part of it. Well, we're looking forward to seeing you, and thank you so much for your time. I know we kind of got uh, uh, disconnected there a little bit, but uh, you were brilliant as always, and we thank you for your time. Hey, I thank you. I really appreciate your time and, and uh, your invitation to have me on. And uh, come on, make it to Edmonton and come up and say hi. Bet that's uh, Carl Weathers. We're gonna we're gonna I'm gonna tweet out all the the details on the uh, the expo, the Comic Con. And I mean, I looked at it. It looks like it's a blast. Uh, I know my kids will be there because they're into to, uh, gaming and that sort of thing. But there's anime, which would mean you would want to go, Declan. And I don't know how that rumor got started. But we got to <laughs> dispel it right now before it gets too big. I gotta, I gotta. If I ever talk to Carl Weathers again, I gotta tell him movies that I've seen recently, like a lot, so that I can recover a little bit my rep there. I. So you watch what what you said you got me in trouble with this but how often do you watch a particular movie you said every 2 weeks or so? No, no, not that frequently, but I'll revisit a movie I I really enjoy every couple months. Like there are a couple staples that I ro- rotate through the usual suspects is one. Well, that's uh, a great movie. Yeah, one of yeah. the best. Na- National Lampoon's Vacation, Airplane, uh, Moneyball. There are a couple others. The Social Network, but things that I really enjoy that are comfort movies that I can th- can throw on any time when it, whenever I'm doing anything, making dinner, just hanging out, whatever it is. So I, I like to have a good movie on in the background. And uh, you know, Carl was he was pretty hard on you with that one. He didn't well, like where you were coming from. Well, I you know what he uh, I don't care because he's Carl. He can do anything he wants. Uh, but also the the idea of watching an old movie I love. I watch. Uh, Rear Window, for instance, which is a Hitchcock Jimmy film. Stewart, yeah. You know? I think uh, Grace Kelly was in that one as well, if I well, recall. Apparently, yes. I mean, I never noticed. Um, <laughs> Moonstruck, I love that movie with Cher in it. Very good movie. But, um, and I love the Rocky movies. Oh, they're cl- they're classic. They're as classic as classic can get. When you talk f- OG sports movies, Rocky's right up there on yeah. the top of the mountain. What's your favorite Rocky movie? Uh, mine's number one. I love the, the yeah. except for the throwing the turkey out the window, I love that movie. No, I hate to piggyback off you, but Rocky Rocky 1 really yeah. is my favorite just because yeah. the way it started everything. Big fan of Rocky 3 as well. But, oh, but, well, the, the fight scenes are the best fight scenes yeah. ever recorded. The fight yeah. scenes are better than actual boxing, and I love boxing. <laughs> I can't go that far because you know my fandom for the for the sweet science, but, but Rocky did incredible and the, and the first one like i said tip of the cap started everything off what's your favorite boxing match like that you that you recall watching looking forward to and seeing and going oh my god my favorite well my favorite boxing match i ever saw was the sugar ray leonard marvin Hagler fight mm-hmm. but since yeah. i had to rewatch that one because i'm obviously a little bit younger my favorite one that i got to watch with my own two eyes live was errol spence jr versus kelbrook in 2017 when errol spence my favorite boxer he flew across the pond he went to sheffield kelbrook's hometown who was nice. the champion at the time and he stopped him in the 11th round to take the uh the ibf welterweight title off him back in may 2017 favorite boxing match i've ever seen 
if you could be more specific, because you're so vague, I'm not getting a feeling about what it. <laughs> what I'm it trying been. to paint a paint a visual picture for how big the moment was for me. Mine know? was uh, March of '71. Uh, Joe Frazier beats Ali. Yes, in the biggest fight of all time. Oh, People forget. Doctor. People what a forget fight. Muhammad Ali lost at the time the biggest fight of all time. Watched by 300 million people. They say knocked him down in the 14th round. Exactly one by one. unanimous decision. He did. He did. Fantastic. I love that you know that. You and I are bonding right now, now. He went on to lose the next two, but I mean, those <laughs> two are forever etched with each other. And a lot of it, I still think, has to do with the power of Ali's personality. And Muhammad Ali was just... I agree. Well, that's what got well, big George Foreman, for yes, the most part. You know, for sure. So, yeah. And so, because because it was... And that's the great thing about boxing. It's about technique. It's about power, but it's also about the noggin. And Ali had that going on. That was a good chat. Enjoyed Carl Weathers. Enjoyed you. Thank you. Thank you. Well, appreciate it. I enjoyed Carl Weathers and you for what it's worth. Well, this is embarrassing. <laughs> NHL rumors on the way. Lowdown with Low Tide on Sports 1440. And we love it. So we've had, I think, four guests on now. And I love all of them. And we're working on tomorrow, but I will tell you that Bagged Milk... Is that what he goes by, or can we call him his real name? I, I've only ever known him as Bagged Milk. He yeah. He's like Seal or Bono. He's synonymous with one name, and it's Bagged Milk. People know what scouts mean when they say the guy's Bagged Milk, right? I think so. I think so. It's not a compliment. No, 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 no. Like, if the, the guy's a bag of milk doesn't mean he's. we're going to draft him in the first round. Everybody's got their phraseology. You know how that works. It is now time. We're going to do this every day. And it's not always going to be NHL. It'll be other sports. Highlight. Ping pong. But it's going to be topical. And right now there's a lot of rumors in the National Hockey League. PTO rumors mostly. But we've got a few for you. Chris Johnston from TSN says that uh, Patrick Kane isn't focused on the Red Wings. There was a rumor that he was or any other NHL team waiting to get healthy and then see the lay of the land when when that occurs. Makes sense. I think the Edmonton Oilers would be interested in him, but they've got to find out about Connor Brown. If Connor Brown can stay healthy, then the interest would wane. Jason Greger mentioned on Sports 1440 yesterday, great station, you should be listening to it. He wouldn't be surprised to see the Oilers add another player before camp. Might be a contract, might be PTO. I wrote about Nolan Patrick at The Athletic today as one of the possibilities. That's a guy. I also wrote that Sean Monaghan would be a great trade option. But Nolan Patrick, right-handed center. You've already got Sutter. But Sutter's missed two years. Patrick's missed only one. If you want to double down, see if one of those guys works out. It's not a bad idea. And he's still out there. The reason I bring him up, and I brought him up earlier in the summer, but the reason I bring him up now is, ladies and germs, we're at September 6th. It's go time. If you're, this is what, this is what happens, and it doesn't matter the sport. Right now, there's a bunch of guys who are unsigned. And no matter how much everybody pretends it doesn't matter, it matters. It does. So if, if you were to go to Nolan Patrick today and say, we'll give you one mil one year, he'd sign it because he wants a contract. He wants to go somewhere. And maybe the, maybe the demand was higher earlier or maybe he's decided to retire. I don't know. He's had a lot of injuries. But if he's healthy and he can play, that's a guy the Edmonton owners would be worth looking at. Terrible sentence, I know, but I got it out. I'm not moving back. Ethan Bear would be another, although he is hurt. Right-handed defenseman, right-handed center. 
and a goalie, but I, I think the orders I think the orders orders feel like they're set now with Stuart Skinner, Jack Campbell, Calvin Picard, Olivier Rodrigue. Skinner was good last year. I know everybody's mad at him about the playoffs. That playoff series was tough for the Edmonton Oilers, no doubt about it. I think if they'd gotten through there, they would have won Stanley, but they did not. They are going to need a goaltender this year. I think it's Stuart Skinner, quite frankly. But Jack Campbell will have his opportunity, and if it comes to it, so will Picard, and if it comes to it, so will Rodrigue. And if it comes to it, they'll make a trade. Boston Bruins signed the guy I wanted but I felt like every team should be wanting to sign Denton Heinen. He's really good. He's, he can do everything. He's a, the, he's a utility guy. He can play center, can play either wing. They used to call them in those big magazines you bought as a kid when you were my age, like say 12 to 15. They'd say versatile. A versatile guy, like Jimmy Roberts. That kind of a guy. Play center, play wing. Jimmy Roberts could play defense. I don't think uh, Denton Heine can do that, but lots of different, you plug and play in a lot of different areas. And Boston has needs because they've lost some players to, you know, big time, Krejci, Patrice Bergeron. So they've, they've got a bust a move here. I'm a Bruins fan going back to Orr. So I'd like to see them do well. I do think this is a period of transition for them. And the Leafs signed Noah Gregor to a PTO. Obviously, Jason Greger will be coming up at 2 o'clock today. He will have more more for you than I can provide to you on Noah Greger. But I will say that's a good, 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 good. That's a good signing for them. He's very fast. And I and I honestly think that that he, he could make that team. I don't like what Toronto's done this year. Full stop. I don't think I since they let go of Kyle Dubas, I don't think they're as strong. I think they made a lot of unusual and questionable signings for unusual and questionable money. They are the bloom is off the rose. You ever hate watch a team? Am I late for a break or am I good? No, no, no. You got plenty of time. Okay. You got plenty of time. Have you ever hate watched a team? Yeah, a little bit. I mean, like the Dallas Cowboys is is probably the natural one. I just oh, yeah, I just don't get how everyone like gets that. behind them. So there, different sport, like different sport. But uh, no, yes. no, I like that. I like the Dallas Cowboys hate. I'm I'm all about. That. I'm an Eagles fan. So. They're an, they're an easy one to hate. Oh, then you know best. So I'm going to tell you a story now. I'm about to tell you a story. It's 19. I do not remember the Toronto Maple Leafs last Stanley Cup victory, but I will tell you I lived in a house that was a Maple Leafs house, and right next door were my grandparents, and they were a Maple Leafs house too. We were a Maple Leafs family. There was Dave Keon. There was Frank Mahovlich. There was Tim Horton. My grandma loved Johnny Bauer. Johnny Bauer was the only goalie who could leave the net and not have my grandma yell at him. That was our life. We were Toronto Maple Leafs fans. Did not like the Habs. Well, we have a different word for it. We didn't like Detroit. We really didn't like the Habs. But it was Toronto. And then in... I don't remember the Stanley Cup victory, which would have been the spring of 67. But the following March, I believe, Toronto, punch him like, traded Frank Mahovlich. And it it ended the relationship my family had, at least some of my family had, with the Toronto Maple Leafs. It was a fracture. Trading Frank Mahovlich, and then he ended up in Montreal, which was the worst fear of all. And he won a Stanley. They In 71, he was brilliant against Boston and the other teams. 
So that trade of Frank Mahovlich from Toronto, really, English Canada was really upset. And it changed the way people felt about the Toronto Maple Leafs, maybe even through to today. I became a Bruins fan. But since about 2000, they've been really good. And they've been TV on TV a lot. And I tire of them. There was a time when Ottawa was a much better team, but you'd never see them on Saturday night because of the Toronto Maple Leafs and their large audience. Now you can watch every game. If you get all the channels, you can watch any game you want on Saturday night. But back then, the, the audience was absolutely Toronto-centric, and the Leafs were going to play, and they were at home most Saturday nights. And it was easy to kind of go, God, not these guys again. But they were good, and that made it interesting. Because like the Yankees, who are good and hated, that makes it interesting. Because you, you, you hate them, and then when they lose to the Marlins in the World Series, you go, aha, or Boston in the LCS. Well, that's the way Toronto is for a lot of people who know the Maple Leafs and follow the Maple Leafs. And they were building towards the Stanley Cup under Kyle Dubas. And now they're, I think they're unraveling. We'll see. I don't think they'll be as good a team. If you are a hate watcher of the Toronto Maple Leafs, it's my prediction you will have a much better year this year than you've had in the past. JMO, as the kids say, just my opinion. But I do believe that to be true. Oh, my God. You're you're not going to play Hey, Everybody and Old Man is Talking already, are you? No, 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 no. I wouldn't wouldn't dream of it. That's day three stuff. We're still on day two. We're still ironing some stuff out. You know, day three, we get into that. You know, I I think Lieutenant Eric has uh, the Warren Cromartie clip uh, where he goes, Hello, Low Tide. I'd like to have that if we could. Well, he's got every clip under the sun, and I will make sure I get that clip one way or the other. Warren Cromartie promised me that when the Montreal Expos come back, he's going to fly me out. He didn't say any of this. He's going to fly me out to Montreal, but I will do that. I will go see the Expos when they return. People are asking me to swear on the radio. It's never going to happen. I've been on radio since 1980, and I, I don't do it. Not going to happen. Nolan Patrick is not the answer for the Oilers. Faceoff percentage is below fifty. No thanks. Faceoffs are one of those things where, where intuitively you go, man, they're important. And yet, the Dello did a thing years ago about the first. I think it was eight seconds, seven seconds, six seconds, somewhere in there after a faceoff, and how it's really important, and then it just kind of dissolves. And just so you know, like a 48, 49% face-off percentage, that's not bad. And he's a righty, so he'd have the advantage on most, like Leon's offside, for example. Nolan Patrick didn't have the heart before his injury. He's not going to play. I don't know. I, I, You know, I've never bought into that. Oh, he doesn't have the heart. Yeah, whatever. I, I just, I think that's, I think he's been hurt. There have been injuries for Nolan Patrick. And I think sometimes that players just aren't good enough to make the National Hockey League. But that doesn't have anything to do with heart. Do you know how much sacrifice these guys have to make? Like to, to get to the level that they're they're going to get to? I don't think you do that if you're, if you're that devoted and that close to making the National Hockey League. I think you've sacrificed a lot and you've given up a lot. And probably you are aware 
that your body is is more injured than it should be because it's, you know, March and the playoffs are close and you're sacrificing and you're like, man, I'm going to, this summer is going to suck. I mean, who does that if they're not dedicated? I think people, I think fans and maybe media too, really throw that around a lot. doesn't have the heart. Okay. I, I, I don't buy it. I think you, if you're at that level at any sport, then you do have the heart. You, you might have feet of clay, but that's different. Tideski. Nobody's ever called me Tideski. Not one time. And then Naz slides that in. Tideski. Good to hear you on the airwaves. If you love boxing, you need to look up this fighter, Alazov. He's a Thai fighter, featherweight champion, suburb striker. Watch his fight summaries. Gorgeous technique. I will. They they made a video of Mike Tyson's first four or five boxing matches because they lasted like 11 seconds. And he got a lot of acclaim from that. But that's the fiercest fighter I've ever seen. People are throwing in their favorite Carl Weathers movies, and why not? I always think they, if they say bag milk, I think he's from the East Coast. When I moved to Edmonton, they had bag milk. You could buy three bags of milk. That's an entire line. Yeah, they did that. How's Tyler Dello doing for New Jersey? Very well. I don't know why they don't get a goalie, though. They'll have to, they'll have to explain that to me. They, they, I like, they have a really good young goaltender. Maybe they're waiting for him, but they're going to make a trade at the deadline, I think. Nolan Patrick didn't make it. What are you talking about? Well, he's hurt, and he has not had a long career. I don't think he's 27 yet. People are sending me copies of stuff they texted to this show yesterday that I didn't read. What does that mean? I can't wait for Noah Gregor to make the Leafs opening night roster so Jason will finally have something nice to say about Toronto. <laughs> uh, I love it. I don't think he's down on Toronto, is he? I mean, I can hope for it, but I don't think that's the case. Well, I'm glad you're back. I am too. I'm glad I'm back. Nolan Patrick has a 51% career face-off percentage. Well, there you go. He's improved 2% while I've been sitting here. There are movies I probably watch three times a year. Goodfellas, Goldfinger, Taking a Pelham 123, the Walter Matthau version from Tube Socks, Tube Sun. Ah, uh, what movie do I watch a lot? Well, I said I watch Moonstruck, I watch Rear Window. Um, I you know a movie that my wife never wanted to watch, but I always loved. It's a, not a brilliant movie or anything, but I watched about I don't know four weeks ago is Doc Hollywood with Michael J. Fox. I really like that movie. It's kind of a, a cute little movie, a comfortable movie. I guess you would call it a comfort movie. What are your comfort movies again? All of them are violent. No, no, no. Only the usual suspects, I think, is semi-violent. I mean, like I said, Moneyball, The Social Network, Stand By Me is my favorite movie ever, so I throw that one on. I keep it pretty laid back. I'm a pretty chill guy. I, I Are you? I think so. I think so. I mean, listen, I like combat sports. That's well documented at this point, but I think for the most part, I'm a pretty laid back, no, well understood guy. Like, if I tried to make you mad... 
I don't. Well, I don't think. I don't think you could. Like, I don't think you would ever do anything oh, that would no, make me mad. I make people. And if mad. you did, I would probably just feel bad that I did something no, to make you mad. I'd be like, I, I let down low tide. I failed low. Do you know how? Do you know how mad the text line would be at me <laughs> if I made you mad? I let down the golden boy. Oh, I don't know about that. And golden boy, that's a bit rich at my age. Um, I, I will tell you, in my life, I have an ability to make people very angry, and. I use my dad's system. You almost say this like you're bragging. A little bit. Okay. Okay. I'm just so, well, And he drove me crazy with this. And then sure. I learned how to, it's learned behavior. It's awful behavior. But as the individual gets more and more angry, you calm down and you become less involved in the conversation to the point where you become an observer. It drives people crazy. I'm not going to do that to you, but I have that in my arsenal. Well, listen, I'm happy to hear that you're going to keep it in the back pocket if need be. Uh, hopefully we never run that, uh, that situation, that scenario. That could be a bad day for me. Like I could, I could get a little exiled, a little ostracized, but, uh, it's, it's, listen, it's good to know so I can stay on your good side that you have these abilities and that I'm going to be the target if that day ever comes. Have you, uh, yeah. But we, I think I've done okay so far. I don't think I've done anything. To, oh no, you've uh, been brilliant. You up. All right, no, no, yeah, I, I really enjoy your company. We'll I didn't it. know you that well before the show. No, I don't no. know you now, but you know, I, I, I'm, you're growing on me. Yeah, we met. Uh, we met tie dye in our shirts over the summer when you were in your hippie phase. <laughs> you said, "Hey, you want to so come work good. for me?" I, said, hey, I, sure. I, I was dangerously close to what? What do they drop in? Bum out. Fire the feed. I can't remember what they call it, but the, I was dangerously close to just exiting society. Mm, off the grid, selling off the grid Bibles at the airport. I was. I was. I was very yeah. close to that. I've thought about going to live on a beach in Thailand, selling shell necklaces or something. You'd be great at that. I think I could sell a few enough to enough to put food on the table. I think you would be very very good at that. You know, um, but I mean, your savings would go to hell. Yeah, I mean, but like the dollar, I think goes a little bit further in Thailand. So the savings, the savings might actually start to grow. <laughs> funny enough, look, we're going to talk ourselves into some bad ideas here. Okay, we'll take a break. More of your text on the way. Jason Greger at two o'clock. Uh, you're listening to the Lowdown, powered by Wolf GMC Buick on Sports 1440. Oh yeah, oh yeah. We were talking in the break. The best stuff in radio is when radio is in a break. We were talking about... Those are the moments they need to record. Totally. If we're being truthful. We were talking about doing a crossover with Jason Greger. And I said, are we going to do one? And he said, you said, um, well, we were maybe going to do one sometime this week. And then you riffed on a Greger impersonation. I don't know if you're comfortable doing it on the radio, but it was good. Well, I wouldn't listen. Uh, naturally, I'm pretty hesitant because he's the one who cuts the checks. So I got to bite my tongue a little bit. It wasn't much of an impersonation. It was just uh, hi, hi, the the beginning of his ad reads. Brought to you by, <laughs> brought to you by McDonald's. That was something I picked up from him. I don't know if you heard it in my sports update. Um, I did, <laughs> but I'm I'm learning. I'm listening, and that was that was the one thing that's been embedded into me from years of listening to his show. I used to uh, do an impersonation of Al Coates mm. that that Al Coates liked. You know. Okay. Just what, a little outside say? there. A <laughs> breaking ball. Good. That's pretty good. What are they imitation is the sincerest form of flattery? Well, yeah, and you get to yeah. know, you know, the the, the individual, mm -hmm. you know, the cadence and the Exactly. You know, the, there's a, a certain amount of thought that goes into it, but there, there was not a whole lot of thought or effort that went <laughs> Well, into so mind, most but, of them. Yeah, most of them. Yeah. yeah. Um good that Gregor found a team. Surprised it's only a PTO though. Also surprised Max Comtois 
is still a UFA. I thought he got invited by Vegas or so. Maybe I'm wrong. That's a guy the Oilers would be interested in for sure. Love hearing Low Tide's soothing voice on the radio. I could fall asleep to his voice. Who needs audiobooks? Is that a good thing for radio? The, 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 you know, yes, you put me to sleep. I don't know if that's good or not. You're driving down the road, low tide comes on. I was going to say, I mean, listen, if you're listening to radio at, ho- at home in your lazy boy, feet up, drink in hand, it's a great thing. If you're driving your car, you got a meeting to get to, may- maybe not what you want. Well, but I'd I take I, it as a compliment either way. I don't know. I don't want to be known as the guy who's, you know, like the, the, the Mel Torme of talk, you know. That, see, that's a reference that went over my head. I can't even respond to it because I don't know who Mel Torme is. I've been is. better today, though. That's the yes. first reference I've made. I, I know. I, I took uh, two or three people mentioned that, that maybe Mahogany, the <laughs> Diana Ross movie, was not was not in the wheelhouse yeah. of the younger set. So I I got a new rear window, though. See? Well, that well, is a cl- great classic movie. Classic great movie, yeah. to be and fair. It does, it does star Grace Kelly, who is just stunning in that movie. Princess Grace. James Stewart is the only unbelievable part of that movie is, is James Stewart's indifference to Grace Kelly's presence. That was not believable. <laughs> that's the most in the un- least. That's the most unrealistic part of that whole movie. Totally. Uh, I watch Big Trouble in Little China and Bloodsport for my go-to's. Barry the Cheater. Is that a good nickname, Barry the Cheater? I mean, I wouldn't choose X the Cheater as my name, but if it works for you, if it, if it comes from a place of uh, endearment, sure. All credit I, mean, I mean, we don't know what cheater means. It exactly. Could be a, you know. Maybe he's won a lot of money ripping off casinos. <laughs> With, term of we don't If he won a lot of money li- ripping off casinos, he probably wouldn't brag about it. It's the sort of thing that can... That's know. when you do that. You move to that beach on Thailand I was talking about. You start selling seashell necklaces and you just spend your days out there. <sighs> you know, yesterday with the cheese and now the seashells in Thailand... You you definitely have an active imagination, sir. Oh, it, stories are running up here did, all the uh, time. Did Big Cheese get to you? Did the Big Cheese Board of Canada get after you yesterday after your, I mean, <sighs> you rained down blows on... Uh, you, you know, nothing directly, but there was a knock on my door at about 3.30 this uh, morning. Could have been them. It wasn't um, salacious, but it was it was the hardest put down of cheese I've heard in my life. Listen, I, I, listen, I, said, it, I said it yesterday. I'll say it again today briefly. I'm not against cheese. It's just not a preferred ingredient or meal item. That's yeah. all I'm going to say. Yeah. I don't think that's crazy. You're talking cheese. This isn't, you're not talking about, uh, you know, I don't know, um, cinnamon. You're talking about cheese. It's a staple. Not for me. See, this is where I delve from the, I, I take the path less traveled, especially when it comes to cheese. I'm no my own person. I come up with my own ideas and cheese was just never in the cards for me. I have uh I have a block of cheese the size of a car battery in my fridge right now. Sounds like my worst nightmare. I couldn't imagine anything worse in my fridge. The size of a car battery? Forget about it. <laughs> I don't have room for the wine or the milk. <laughs> you put it in the garbage where it belongs. <laughs> oh, big cheese is coming after you again. Al, keep on the Nolan Patrick train. Highly skilled, all-round player. Has few of any holes in his game. Stands out in many aspects. His hockey sense and competitiveness is top-notch. At the same time, he's above average skating, shooting puck skills. Furthermore, reliable two-way player. Do an excellent job in the penalty kill. Very capable scorer and passer. Choo-choo. Well, that's a hell of a scouting report right there. Not sure what you guys are talking about, but the John Wick series is my go-to. Just leaving work. We're talking about movies that you would watch over and over again. And I watch, like, I saw Rear Window not long ago. I saw Moonstruck not long ago. 
Um, I love Shawshank Redemption, but Shawshank Redemption is not the kind of movie you watch 10 times a year. Agreed. It just isn't. Agree. It loses its luster a little Damn bit. Damn straight it Another does. one in that camp is, is Green Mile. It, it, yeah, it's, it's, it's tough. that exactly. Yeah. You just you I, I can't do watch, it over and over again. I won't. And Schindler's List is a great movie, and Sophie's Choice is a great movie, but I can't watch them all the time. Yeah, I've seen both those movies once. Great movies. Probably never going to watch them again. Amen, brother. I agree totally. I, I love Goodfellas. I watch it a couple times a year. I probably watch The Godfather twice a year, Godfather 2 twice a year. I think that's normal, right? You know, I mean, yeah, I don't think I'm abnormal. Get Carl Weathers on the phone again. I think that's pretty pretty basic. Allie's coming in here and doing something. There's always somebody around. They don't trust us, is what I think it is. Well, they, they're, they're watching over our shoulder. And why would they? I know, I know. Low Tide, do you think uh, the teams are holding off on Comtois because of impending Hockey Canada investigation? Don't know. It's an interesting question. And this this is not good because it hangs over everybody. It hangs over all the people who were involved or maybe involved or sort of involved. There are a lot of players who've actually come out publicly and said, look, I will help the investigation, but I am not involved. Now... Eventually, I think it's going to be out there, but I, I, I mean, all you can do really is cast aspersions if you mention it because you don't know. And I wish they would get that over with. To be honest with you, oh my goodness. If no one's filled you in yet, Barry the Cheater was so dubbed on the Nielsen show after being accused of cheating at Kinda Easy Trivia one morning. From Jana. Or Jana. I did that a couple of times. I was hosting and I did it. And I was, I remember, because I, I would ad lib during it. I would talk as I do. And they're like, no, it's got to be the, you know, certain amount of seconds or whatever. My father watches Three's Company every single night. Ha ha, from the Sizzler. My dad did that. He watched it all the time. All the time. You big John Ritter guy? I don't even know if that's true. I remember he was thrilled when Don Knotts got the role on the show. And I'd like, it's a, it's a fine show. There's nothing wrong with it. And as you get older, I, I binge watch uh, sitcoms all the time. Although right now, man, I am so totally focused on only murders in the building. If you have not watched that, watch it. Seriously, I have become an acolyte for that TV show. It is so damn good. Have you seen it? I haven't yet. Oh, I haven't. We talk, we've talked about it before, and it is on my watch list. I'm currently working my way through Succession. couple episodes left, but as soon as that's done, I'm going to get to uh, only, only Murders in the Billy. Because who doesn't love Steve Martin? Well, I mean, I he, he's the jerk, you know? I'm just saying that I'm not a very good acolyte if the guy I work with hasn't seen it yet. But I will tell you something. I love Martin Short. When he was Ed Grimley, I loved him in that all of his stuff that he did for SCTV. And in that movie where he gets stung by a bee and he becomes this gigantor man. God, I love him. He's so funny. He's so naturally funny. Some of the stuff he did on SNL was so brilliant. Probably the best that ever was. And Steve Martin. Hell, he's Steve Martin. I bought King Tut on 45. I love him. But the star of this show, the star of this show, is Selena Gomez. Please watch the show. Please. I'm begging you. She is going to be, if this is what she is, and I think it is, she's going to be a major star 
over the next 20 years. Not that she's not now, but this is like, she's so good. You care about her and she leads the show. Like she's the, she's the, 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 the Seinfeld. She's the, the normal one and you react the way she reacts. I saw her the other day on some sporting event and I think Messi missed a goal and her reaction, I felt like I was watching the TV show, you know, becoming a little obsessed with her, which is weird, but I really do like Selena Gomez and that, that TV show is fantastic. Only Murders is getting silly halfway through season three. Totally disagree. I think season three is the best so far. Cheese isn't a preferred ingredient. What's next? Bacon is just okay? I don't know if I trust this guy. Good point. Someone needs to get him out of here. Whoever that was. The the Cheese Board of Canada is coming (laughs) after you. Big big Cheese has been texting him. Big Cheese. Flag that number. That's Big Cheese. Only Murders is phenomenally slow. Please stop this. You're hurting me. No, no, Al, Al. He said Only Murders is a phenomenal show. I thought he said something else. No, no, no. He he was singing its praises. Only murders is a. Uh, why did I read show. that wrong? Well, you were you were still. I said slow. You That's did. Why. You were still thinking about oh. the uh, the last one where he said it was getting silly. See, I was phenomenally yeah. slow. <laughs> That's what happened <laughs> there. It there. Is. Okay, I could watch Seinfeld on a constant loop. I could, but I did it too often and too long, and now I can't watch it anymore. I know the jokes as they're about to come. I can watch some of them, like when George does the opposite. Hi, I'm George. I'm unemployed. And I live with my parents. Hi. <laughs> No soup for you. I mean, that oh, one that's a good away. one. And the one where, where Kramer finds the uh, Merv Griffin or Mike Douglas show set. And we're back. <laughs> uh, those I like, but I, I've watched them too much. Beasting movie. Very good. Have you seen Larry King and Jerry Seinfeld talk about the B movie? And, <laughs> and Larry King gets mad or no. Jerry, Jerry gets, gets mad, gets mad, mad at, at him, yeah. yeah, because he's like, "You, you quit the show." What? What? Are you just finding this out? What? Can we get him a bio? <laughs> I don't that know was whether a pretty they good Jerry. As they, well. Well, I, I don't know if they set it up or not, but he was brilliant. That was a that was one of the well, best exchanges. I think part of that interview as well was Larry King was like, "What was it like after Seinfeld got canceled?" And Jerry was like, <laughs> he "We went out mad. number one. It made what him do you mean we didn't get canceled. We were on top." He, got, <laughs> yeah. he got very and and it, it was real. Like and Larry King famously would not read a book, so he'd come on and he'd say, "Tell me about the book," and he was a blank page. And the, the old, never trust old guys. Because what he did was he was too lazy to read the book or any part of the book. and But he turned it into a perceived strength, which is all, of course, malarkey. But Larry King got away with it because he was Larry King. He had earned that privilege at that point. Well, I mean, he got away with it. I don't know if he earned anything. <laughs> but I'm only saying it because I'm jealous. I'm with you on Only Murders in the Building show. Awesome combination of actors. Truly, truly amazing. Pure luck, so great. Blast from the Past and Secret Life of Walter Mitty are lesser-known movies. Murders is a fun show. Have you seen Ted Lasso? I have not. Um, I get stubborn. One of the one of the faults that I have, we should do a feature, like I do a segment every day of a f- single fault that I have, is I get stubborn. I remember one time when um, Moneyball was a book, and people would come on my blog and say, hey, you got to read Moneyball. And I go, no, I don't. 
and I got stubborn and I got like really, really stubborn and I never read the book. I still haven't. And it was only because people kept telling me and I just thought, well, to hell with this noise. I'm not doing it. And then the same thing happened with the movie. And then finally it was on TV and I had nothing else to do. And it was a Sunday night and I was bored and I watched it and I loved it. I've watched it many times since. When Harry Met Sally, that's another movie I watch every two or three times a year. Yeah, Billy Crystal was in his he was in his his prime in that one. Meg Ryan as well. I think that was Meg Ryan, right? Oh yeah. Yeah. Meg that Ryan. Was a she was perfect in that movie. Yeah. Ra- and the director's mom had the most famous line in that movie. I'll have, I'll have what she's what she's that having. was Rob Reiner's mom, yeah. Yes. Very true. Yeah. Okay. I'm getting hell from my friends about saying never trust old guys. <laughs> I meant me too. Don't trust me. Because we 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 know how to get away with stuff. You gotta watch us. Very dangerous. One show I'll never stop watching is How I Met Your Mother. I never got into that show. I watched it, but it had a terrible ending. Had I don't know what ending. the ending was. There's yeah. a movie called that something, isn't there? Like with what's his doodle? And I I don't I I wa- I watched it and I still don't know who the mom was. And I felt like this is stupid. A lot of Moneyball was made up by Hollywood to make it a good movie, Coach Mike. Okay, well, here's why I didn't want to read Moneyball, because I saw it happen with Whitey Herzog. Do I have time for this? We have we have about a minute and a half left. Okay, Whitey Herzog gets to St. Louis, and St. Louis is a team that plays on carpet, and it's a big, big ballpark. So he gives up all his home run hitters except Jack Clark, and he go gets Jack Rabbits. He goes Willie McGee, and he gets him from the the New York Yankees for nothing. He finds Vince Coleman. Everybody can run. Ozzie Smith comes over from San Diego, and they're fast, man. They can steal bases, and their singles turn into triples because they're so fast. And they win a World Series because of that. That is Moneyball. I don't need to read the book. I saw Whitey Herzog do it. How was that? That was pretty good. It was impassioned. It was good. <sighs> Just read about Whitey Herzog. I've got a lot. I've got two days worth of papers here. I print out my prep. And I'm going to have... Do we have a recycling anywhere? I'm sure I can find one for you. Yeah, I can, the I old can place had 600 bales. Oh, yeah. They were, they, were, they were prepped and ready. They didn't want to get audited by big recycling. <laughs> Always funny, sunny in Philadelphia is funny. It is. It's a hilarious show. I highly recommend that. The Super Bowl one, Rum Ham, and the one about the play, which I can't even talk to you about on radio, but is so funny. I had, I had tears rolling down my cheeks and I could not breathe when I read that. The, the, it's awful funny. It is. So. We want to thank you so much. You're listening to Lowdown, powered by Wolf GMC Buick on Sports 1440.